Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. My name is Jason, and KJ will be joining me shortly for the first Speaking of Tangents episode of 2018. It's a brand new year, and we're going to come out the only way we know how, by really just cramming everything into one segment and kind of just talking and hitting record for an hour. Yeah. I don't really know where this is going either. We've been off for a couple weeks and we've sort of forgotten how to do this. It doesn't take long, but like riding a bike, you never really want to ride a bike once you can drive a car. Wait, that's not right. That's not what I was trying to say. Because that would really infer that, you know, why listen to a podcast if you can watch TV or a movie? Oh, we talk about movies. We talk about our week in review a little bit. And we actually take a quiz this week. It's just all kind of crammed together. Oh, speaking of tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what is up this week after our extended holiday themed or not holiday themed or holiday break? Well, I yeah, I guess good is up. I mean, it's 2018. It's our That's first good. episode of the year. That's debatable. It's it's been a while since we've done this podcast. I mean, I mean, it's not debatable that it's our first episode of the year because it is, but it's debatable that it's good. That it's good that it's 2018 or that it's good that it's our first new episode of the year or it's good that it's both. Or that our episode will be good. Yeah, well, yeah, that's always debatable. I mean, even we don't know that because we just started. That's right. We can't predict. I'd say the it's future. off to a roaring, rousing. Is it would it be roaring or rousing? I think you could beginning. make a case for either one. Riveting. Is it January? That, no, that's March that comes in like a lion, right? Raw. I think so. Yeah, with the weather and all that stuff. Yes. But, you know, we had our five days of holidays, and then, boom, we missed last week. Mm-hmm. And um, we almost missed this week because I had to make a quick, unexpected trip to Montana. Um, and so, you know, I just got home from a 19-hour train ride. Followed by a four-hour drive in a blizzard. <laughs> that sounds decidedly not good. Right. Well, the train, you know, or at I- least not pre- preferable. Yeah. Well, let's just say we chose to take the train mm-hmm. because two of us could go for cheaper than one of us could fly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so and the train's not bad. I mean, I don't mind riding on a train. It's just, I mean, I think we've seen recently that it's r- really probably less safe in some cases than flying. I know you're afraid of flying, but yeah, the, it, it the, tends to be less safe. The whole thing that happened in Seattle just recently did not help, but I'm oh, not no. afraid. I'm usually not afraid of the train, and I wasn't this time either. I like the train. It's, yeah, I do too. It's kind of fun, but it's also, unless you spring for a sleeper car, it's yes. not as, you know, when I was 20 years old, I didn't have a problem sleeping in those seats. Well, double that age, and it's not as easy. <laughs> yeah, it makes it a little difficult as you get older. Right. Um, I, I I took trains around Europe a lot, um, and that was probably 20 years ago. And we, from certain on shorter trips, we didn't get the sleeper cars, and it it was it was fine then because, of course, that was 20 years ago. And now I would absolutely 
get the sleeper car. Yeah. If I, if I, you know, was going on vacation, I mean, not on a, you know, spur of the moment or, you know, last minute unplanned trip, you know, you do what you got to do. Yeah. And, and, um, that just, I'm not trying to be mysterious. My, my aunt passed away. And so Mm -hmm. we did everything we could to make it out there. And the train was what we could do. And so the train ride was fine. I was happy to be able to get out there and be with my family during that time. So, yeah, definitely. definitely. But, uh, you know, we're operating, I'm up, op, not you. I won't speak for you. I'm operating on little sleep at this point. So, we're going to do, same. yeah, well, let's do an abbreviated episode. Uh, we're taping this week just because we're doing it a little later than we normally do. And, and, Great. Uh, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in <laughs> and listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. And much thanks to our editor. For, for being willing to get it out there this week. Yeah, I'm I'm on little sleep too, or in little um, patience, I guess is the word for it. Okay, not really patience, bit. but little little tolerance maybe because uh, Jason's wife has been in California all week. Speaking of traveling, oh, for work. Did she and, take the train? Oh no. Good for her because California is oh. a lot further than Montana on the train. Yeah, and yeah, and, her and anyway, paid for that. so yeah, she she flew out there and good flying back today, and it is uh. Or flying back at the end of the week anyway. And depends on when you're listening to this. Um, and it just, I'd be glad for her to get home, put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Short, long story short, I, I am tired. Yeah, long story short, I am tired. So speaking of, you know. Low, oh, like, let's, take a, let's take something that requires yeah, brain activity and brain right. power. Then. That's, speaking that's, of that's, low tolerance and, and uh, being tired, why don't we take a quiz? Sure. This is going to be. <laughs> awesome <laughs> well sometimes when i get really tired i get the giggles so um i'm just warning you <laughs> okay so bob walsh wrote us another quiz awesome and quiz number four that he's written written for us wow. so let's say thanks in advance uh, i don't know how i'll feel at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> and and what he says this one is constructed with the speaking of tangents listeners and the littles in mind. Mm-hmm. And here's what he says. This is the description. The quiz gives you three things. Movies, objects, places, etc. And you need to determine the common element among them that I have identified. He says it's a little movie set centric, but he also tried to mix in some other items. And he gave us an example. Okay. And he said, it's one that I scuttled because Cool Aunt Claire inadvertently outed the answer over the holidays, making the answer, Come on, Claire. The, making the question too easy. <laughs> so here, that's good, though, because now I get an example. All the yes. examples I can have, you know, that's the better. It's oh, for the better. So yeah, here are the three um, things that are, are, in this case, people, common elements. A, Bill Murray. B, George C. Scott. And C, Mr. Magoo. Wait okay. There, wait, wait. I'm confused. There's two C's in that. So it's really four things. You that's said true. A, Bill Murray, B, George, C, Scott, C, Mr. Magoo. Yeah, I did say that. George C is the middle initial Scott. Oh, the actor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, George C. Scott would be probably the Wendy dude Patton? that plays. Did he play Patton? I don't John know Patton who, in that movie Patton. I don't know who George C. Scott is, but I do know who Bill Murray is. And thanks to Cool mm-hmm. Aunt Claire, I know who Mr. Magoo is. Yep. So the answer would now, be. No, he gave us the answer to this one, but I would have never guessed this. He, yeah, he gave us the answer. All portrayed Ebenezer Scrooge. Okay. 
And then I like this sentence. There is, of course, a hint for each, but Jason should be able to get the answer without the hints. <laughs> Thanks, nope. Bob. I'm not even sure I even get, would have gotten that with the hint or even understand it when he gave us the answer. <laughs> uh, I mean, I understand it, but I I would not have gotten that. Probably. Well, at least he it. thinks you are. You should be able to get it. This is like free association. This is going to be. This is not a trivia. It's, I mean, it's a quiz, but it's not like. You actually have to think on this one. Yes. My brain is not working. Mine isn't either, but I do have some coffee here, so maybe maybe things will... Too bad I don't have um, autocrat or coffee milk or milkshakes or whatever <laughs> oh, they are, stuff. cabinets. Like, cabinet, yeah, that's the one. I'm just dr- I'm yeah. drinking it black with a little cinnamon. Shout out, Sean Morrissey. There you go. Okay. He was, he was, he was standing up for cinnamon on, this, on yeah, Twitter this week. I and saw speaking that. of Twitter... I, to tell you where my mind, my state of mind is, I, I tweeted this, but I literally had, this is real. I walked outside, was taking the garbage out to the can in the backyard today and had a conversation with a squirrel. So, <laughs> excuse me, say that again. Yeah. I said, you, I saw a squirrel a and I said, yeah, well, I mean, it was did, pretty one-sided. Was it, he was uh, listening. What did you say to the squirrel? I said, hey, what's up, squirrel? And he just kind of looked at me <laughs> and I said, and I... Honestly, just didn't think about this until later. And I said, it's been kind of nuts lately, huh? <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me and just ran off. And so that was the end of the conversation. You know I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. If I was a squirrel, I'd totally answer you. Yeah, well, if you were a squirrel, that would be... <laughs> uh, my brain is, is enveloped in upon itself and melted. I don't even know what I'm saying. If I was a squirrel, we should be able to get some sponsors at least. Yeah. Acorns. Yeah. Is there some sort of product that involves nuts? Um, lots of almond joy, Snickers. Oh yeah, not mounds. By the way, I've given up sugar. Oh for yes, twenty one days in January, uh, and given up Coke even, which obviously. And oh wow! Given up all, like all junk food and stuff, just trying to you know get that out of me. So it's uh, <laughs> it's, so it's been another, an interesting January so far. Yeah. So it's an, is that another reason why you're um. Feeling not so amped up? No um, sugar? I've been drinking coffee still, so the caffeine is still in me. I, I actually feel like more the cl- like more clear. Good. I can't think of words right now. but <laughs> Well, the Hall of Famer I, I and I... I have been like... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't remember what I was going to oh, say. Oh, well, I'm sorry. The Hall of Famer... You said you were more clear. Are you, yeah, that's... <laughs> the Hall of Famer and I started Whole30 again in January... Mm-hmm. And um, we were going pretty strong, and then when we went to the the funeral, we knew we weren't going to be able to sustain that. So now that right. we're back, we're back on it again. So now we have to start over here at January, whatever date this is, a couple weeks into. So yeah. I had some sugar at the funeral, and uh, my aunt would have loved that because she always asked asked us, mm-hmm. "Well, where are we going for ice cream?" So we had some ice cream in her honor. And I didn't feel bad at all about it. Eat it, Whole30. Oh, no. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get to this quiz. Um, oh, number one. Doing? Yes, that's what we're going to try to do. Number one. There are 10 questions. So, Okay. A, Reese's Pieces. B, Funny Bones. And C, Fluffernutter. I've forgotten what we were trying to do with this. Those are the, not what the, the, answer, those are are not the, the multiple choice answers, right? Those no, are, those are the 
things That's that we have question. to figure out what the column common element is. The common element in between Reese's, Reese's pieces, pieces, funny, funny bones, bones, and fluffernutter. And here's the hint. If you can't get this without a hint, you must be listening to Speaking of Tangents for the first time. Is this stuff that we've talked about on the podcast? I don't... I don't remember talking about funny bones. I don't know what funny bones are. Um, funny bones, your elbow. I was thinking... I was in the mode of thinking candy or food because it's what the other two are. And I hadn't had sweets in, uh, what, over a week now, so... Are funny bones candy? I thought there was a candy called Funny Bones. Okay, well then... With a little skeleton, cartoon skeleton on the package? Maybe. I was thinking I the elbow that you about. bump on the wall. <laughs> or yeah. bump. So um, what do these three things have in common that... And they, they obviously have common with our podcast. I'm going to say that they they are all food that involves peanut butter of some sort. In some combination with another food. I think funny bones are like some like. Oh, I think like I know Twinkies, what Twinkies, yes. Hostess. Uh, there's something like that. Yes, they're the. I remember this conversation now after Claire sent the um, uh, Drakes to me. Mm-hmm. There was some that are like Drakes, uh, like Devil Dog or something, but it's peanut butter, and I think it was called something Bones. Oh, so I. I don't remember it being funny bones, but. I'm just stabbing in the dark here. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, related right. to peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter, it's it's some sort of food mixed with peanut butter. Yes, okay. Something mixed with peanut butter. Okay, number two. Harry Potter, Sense and Sensibility, Die Hard. What's in common with these three things? Um, is that, is that yes, what I'm guessing? Yes, and here's the hint. I don't need the hint. Okay. But read it anyway. The common element was, in fact, quite demonstrably uncommon. Actually, the hint does not help me, so maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to say, do you, do you have a guess? Because I have a guess. Well, Sense and Sensibility, I don't think I've seen that. I haven't either. Who's the in only, that movie? The only, I don't have any idea. The only movie I've seen out of these three is Die Hard. Okay. Sense and Sensibility has got to be, you know, a what's-her-face, goop.com in some... Wasn't she in all those... Um, Turn of the century, you know, English. Who's goop.com? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. Conscious, uncomfortling. Lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Okay. Speaking of squirrels and nuts. <laughs> okay. I think, what about, they're not Christmas movies. Oh, wait a minute. Die Hard is objectively a Christmas movie. I know, but maybe Bob's trying to rib you. No, I think what they all have is Alan Rickman is in all of these movies, and I'm going to go ahead oh, and what say, a dummy I am. Possibly, does Alan Rickman die in the Harry Potter series? Does Snape, Snape die. Snape does die. Yes. I'm going to say spoiler Alan alert. Rickman dies in all of these movies. Yes, yeah, spoiler alert for Die Hard. Hans Gruber dies, which I did see over the holiday. Oh, what'd you think? It was good. Did you, you remember what I told you? I texted you this. Yes, I've been waiting for this. So I went to the local library and I put it down on my, because I requested it via the internet and Die Hard. Wait, wait a minute, you went to the library and requested the internet? <laughs> what are you talking about? I requested Die Hard via the internet from my oh, local okay. library. The local library mm-hmm. then texts me and says, your requested item is now available. So nice. I go pick it up. 
I put it in the machine, and I watch about 30 minutes, and they're talking about... Um, oh, so this is like a DVD, or was it like D- VHS? DVD. No, not VHS. I am I old, know. but I mean, I'm not that old. No, I mean, you're in northern Minnesota. I know, it's basically I am. Canada, which is, you know, about 20 years behind on stuff. But um, bum <laughs> Okay, so you get Die Hard, like, rent it from the library. Yes. And you put it in the DVD player, and you're watching it. Yes. And... and I'm getting in about 20, 30 minutes and Mm -hmm. it's, they're on, they're talking on cell phones. They're talking about, I think, 9-11. They're talking about Mm -hmm. things that, it finally dawns on me. (laughs) This movie came out in 1988. Yeah, I'm like. How are they talking about 9-11? What are they talking about here? This, this can't be Die Hard because Die Hard I know is in the 80s. Yeah, you have you, so at this point you've, you would have heard Christmas in Hollis and met Argyle, the limo driver, and probably. Um, Reginald Vell Johnson, uh, the, the cop, is you know getting all the Twinkies stacked up as he's walking through the convenience yes. store. Yes, and you know he isn't he the guy from the TV show Family Matters because that's where oh, I yeah. recognized him from. The Urkel Show, yeah. Yes, the Urkel Absolutely. Show. Okay, so I finally say this can't be Die Hard. What in the world is going on here? So mm-hmm. I stop it and I eject it and I look at it and it says, "What was it? Die Hard." <laughs> you want to tell you what you texted me? Yes, I can't remember what it was. So you texted me and you said, I'm watching Die Hard. I was like, awesome. That's, you know, you're going to enjoy it. You know, I know you've seen it before, but you're going to like get into it. Yeah. And you said something about, I don't, this, I must not have seen this in a while or this doesn't seem as familiar to me as, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not how I remember this. And yeah. you're like, and then you texted me some quote from it and I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember that being, maybe I'm losing my mind. I don't remember that being in the movie. And then like 45 minutes later, you're like, um, it's die hard with a vengeance Yes. <laughs> or, or live free or die hard. One that was of the, what, like the, that was it. Live free, live free or, or die, die hard. hard. Yeah. The yeah. fourth or fifth one, which I haven't even seen. <laughs> I texted you something and you said, your reply was what? <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is not a Christmas movie. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, those are definitely not Christmas movies. It's like one and two are Christmas movies. And, it, and that's it. And it was about, um, they were hacking via, oh, I know what it was. I said, don't press the delete button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? What are you talking about? There was something on the, del- the people were, if they press delete, their computer exploded because they oh. inserted a virus. The government inserted a virus into their system. <laughs> These guys were was- hackers. And I'm like, what is going on? This is not Die Hard. When you sent me that, I was thinking, is was there, was that said by something like the guy with the glasses in Die Hard who was hacking, trying to hack into the seven seals oh, of the yeah, vault or whatever yeah. it was? Oh, no, he did. Was it something he said that I don't remember, or what is going on? Oh my god, I was so mad. I laughed. I laughed for like five minutes. And then I finally got Die Hard. Um, from oh, the library, did? yes. And I watched the real, the die, real hard. die Hard. And mm-hmm. it was every bit as good as I remembered. And a lot of things I had not remembered. Yeah, it's a great movie. And it's it's a great movie to watch like like on an actual, like the actual theatrical release instead of like on, because it comes on like TV all the time, like regular cable. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, they replace a lot of the uh, catchphrases that you would remember from that movie with stuff that is appropriate for broadcast television yes. or cable. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but but you miss out on a lot of the stuff when you watch it. Like the the actual uncut, unedited version is great. It was great. I I really liked it. That was the day before we left on the train. So nice. I got a big dose of all a lot of holiday movies that we talked about. I watched them a lot. A lot of them this this season. Anything else that stood out as like 
oh, wow, this is really good. Or, you know, I, I'd forgotten how good or bad this actually was, that kind of stuff. Well, I really liked um, The Muppets Christmas. I thought that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that's actually a really good one, too. I think that's my second favorite Muppet movie behind the original Muppet movie. And I have to tell you that I, I have to admit this. So I put Elf down as one of my favorite Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. I watched Elf. I didn't remember any of it. <laughs> what? Okay, so so let me take that back. I remembered a few scenes. So now what mm-hmm. I've decided is that I have seen Elf in certain frames, like on TV in passing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just and like so I'm like, ooh, this is really there. funny. I like this a lot. And then I made it into the fact that I have seen this movie, and it deserves to be on the top three Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> However, after watching it, it still belongs there. Yeah, it's 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 funny. It's it's and it's, it's pretty good, and it's much sweeter than I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean, except for the him listening to her sing in the shower, creepy. Thing yeah, that was quite which creepy. Kind of yeah, did yeah. not age very well for no. like a kids movie. No, and Christmas Vacation we watched, and everybody loved oh, that yes. one. That's my that's that's probably my favorite. Like. One of my favorite comedies, you know, not even any Christmas movies, just everything. Just overall favorite comedic movies is Christmas Vacation. Yeah, we we really liked it. One that I forgot about Christmas movie, speaking when you talked about Muppet movies earlier, I should say I need to mention Emin Otter's Jug Band Christmas, which is technically a TV movie because it came on, it was, you know, created and came on HBO. Yeah. But it's awesome. I think that was Robert Colpin that said... Yes. He put that on there along with, I think, The Little Drummer Boy and Nativity Story. And I don't know what those are. Those I can't. I mean, I know what the song is and I know what the Nativity Story is, but I don't remember seeing those movies. But yeah, Emin Otter, Jugman Christmas. Great. I mean, I have the soundtrack. I thought so. Isn't that written by Williams? Paul Williams. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And um, that's probably, that's actually probably my favorite Muppet movie. Because it's Jim Henson and the Muppets doing it. It's I, I would probably put that above the actual Muppet movie and Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. Because it's the first really, like, we had HBO, like, when I was probably six or seven. It was, like, a big deal that we had HBO. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't really have any money. Um, So I would watch that, like, it would come on. And back then when HBO first started, they, they had, like, a few movies and, like, a handful of stuff that they played, you know, all the time. Um, I mean, I don't know if they probably did still do that now, but it's not like on demand. You just right. watch whatever's on. And so I watched that thing all the time at Christmas and it, um, it was great. It's like a part of my childhood. And so for me not to mention that is ridiculous. So I, well, I don't feel so bad about mentioning elf when I haven't actually seen the whole thing before. Yeah. <laughs> me and Rob and Luke actually did a jingle, a full length jingle. I remember one of the songs from Emma daughter, jug band Christmas. So. Yes, I remember. So I'll just briefly tell you the other movies that I saw so that we can get back to this quiz. Scrooge. Oh, that's what we're doing. Okay. Um, oh, the Bill Murray one? Yep. Which yeah. I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was not a Christmas movie. What about Bob? Uh, another Bill Murray movie. Yeah. It's and, kind of, that's, is that uh, Richard Dreyfus in that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. It's, yeah, I remember it was fun. seeing that and thinking, eh, this is not offensive and not terrible. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was another library movie. Oh, nice. And then we saw Get Out. We finally went and saw Get Out. Not went and saw, but we pushed the button on HBO Go and watched Get Out. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I have to thank Garrett Schumann, Dr. Garrett Schumann and Mary Faye Randolph, who both gave me that final push I needed to see this movie by saying, hey, this is not horror. This is not scary. It's like psychological thriller. Yes. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I still need to watch that. I've seen part of it, and it seems like I would really like it, so I'm absolutely going to watch that. Oh, and I also saw Girls Trip. Um, is that Tiffany Haddish and like uh, Will Smith's wife? Yes, uh, Jada Will, Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith and uh, Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. And I don't who's, know who's who the other Tiffany lady? Haddish is. Oh, Tiffany Haddish. I think she's the main one, main actress. Okay. She's a comedian. She's hilarious. I've seen like her stand up. She's well, if that's who you're thinking like, of, way off the deep end, crazy. I think that's awesome. what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, she was in it. I think that was the. Uh, I think well, she's like famous grapefruit scene. And which, you, if you don't know, what I'm talking about. You better Google it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm actually probably going to watch that movie when it's like on like Netflix or Amazon or something like that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, and I also saw a movie that was awful. It was okay. so awful. We watched it with my mom and stepdad, and we took it off of Netflix because it had some good reviews, and it was called Paperboy. Don't watch Paperboy. <laughs> I've never heard of this, but that well, sounds like such a generic title. <laughs> okay, so Nicole Kidman, Matthew McConaughey, John Cusack, and um, Zac Efron are in it. And so just by- Is it like a comedy or a drama? No, it's a- Horror movie? No, it's not horror. I would say it's more um, dr- drama than anything. There's, It's weird and not good. I thought it was just, awful. Yeah, just that list of actors. They're good actors, and I kind of like them and stuff, some things. But yeah. putting them together doesn't seem like it fits. It seems like a we had to get people with names in this movie because we didn't actually write a script kind of movie. Well, and it was the guy that wrote The Butler, Lee Daniels. So I've never seen that. Well, Lee Daniels is well respected, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but I think so. it wasn't. And John Cusack played a, a murderer, crazy guy, and it was just weird. And I did not like it at all. So I cannot recommend that. Well, speaking of things that have been recommended on this podcast before that I actually wouldn't recommend after watching. Uh huh. You're gonna love this one. Oh, please don't say Mrs. Maisel. Yep. Oh, I tried. That's, Jason's wife and I tried to watch it. Are you, watch, I only watched the first one, but went, nope, this is not for me. So Jason's wife also said that? Yep. Oh, that is so sad. I just got a text this morning from Mr. Moffat that said that they loved it. Him and yeah, his wife is, watched he and his wife watched it together and they loved it. I can see every second of the acting in that show. And I don't like to be able to see the acting. Oh, it's it's basically sad. like like if you went to see a play or a musical, and that is uh, I, I know people can enjoy that and love it. I I am totally not into that. It's like the first in the first five minutes I was out, out. You are missing out, out is what's happening. You are missing out. Oh, I watched the rest of it, and in the middle, it kind of it, whoever wrote it is trying too hard. The first because. When I felt like the writer relaxed or the writers relaxed and let the people just like be real, it was pretty good in the middle. And like there was this middle section. I was like, she's a good actress. I like the, some of the stuff that she did in that. But uh, Rachel, what's her face? The lead. Actress. Yeah. Rachel Brosnahan, who just won a and golden Alex gold. Alex Borstein. Yeah. She deserved it for just she from what I saw. She did deserve it. She was very and, good. 
and Alex Borstein good in that, and uh, a couple of the other people in that were good, you know, but it just it's too much writing and directing interfering with the actual show, and it's I felt like I think it's uh the lady that wrote it is it's, I just wanted to say you couldn't even get out of your own way to let this be good. Oh, uh, see, I disagree. It's way too much show busy, show busy stuff for me. So. And I know that's not my thing, so I know I know that's a lot of people like that. It's it's the reason why I probably should never go see Hamilton because I'd be like, this is too overacted, overacted. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's just not theater is not my thing. The theater is not my thing. <laughs> well, Mrs. Maisel also won a Golden Globe, not just the actress. Yeah, for, well, people in Hollywood and people who vote for that stuff like theater and they like Hollywood. <laughs> that's why if you make a movie like La La Land last year. That's why it won stuff. Because if you yeah. make a movie about the process of making movies or that is a quote unquote love letter to old Hollywood, uh-huh. then people are going to vote for that because that's their business. If you made me a, a music documentary about playing guitar, I'm probably going to be into it. Yeah, but good. this Mrs. Maisel is not about Hollywood. It's about showbiz. Well, it's, okay. It's a comedian, which is different from movies, but it's too like. I almost felt at the beginning, from the first five minutes, when they were, it was like these acts, they're trying too hard to do accents of people from New York in 1950, which I'm sure, they, or 1940, because that's what they're supposed to be. But it was like too put on. And I felt like it kind of relaxed. And, I, and that's a directing thing because all of them were doing it. And the way it was shot with the quick cuts and the music, the like jazzy, upbeat, you know. Da, 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 we're going to a party. That stuff in the background, not my thing at all. 100% not my thing. So I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it is totally not for me. Well, it's a good thing I'm ignorant to all that stuff and don't notice it. Because <laughs> no. I love it. Well, it's not, it's just, it's just preference. It's not ignorance. Yeah. It's, it's just what you well, prefer. And it's ignorance like, about not being able to notice how the, sh- I don't notice how the shots are formed or, um, what kind of style they're shooting or that kind of stuff like you're talking about. Yeah, but uh, do you like um, do you like musicals? Not really. Hmm. See, this seemed like they were or like plays where people have to overact in a play because they're on stage and it doesn't jump off the like if you have a giant screen, you don't have to act as much. It's like when you're singing without like a mic, you have to like project your voice like if you're in an opera or, a, you know, a, a stage musical where you're, you're not close mic with a handheld mic right in your face. Um, you have to project and sing and, and emote more and be more, you know, aggressive and over the top with your acting. When you have a mic in your hand that's right at your mouth or you have, you know, a close up with a camera right on your face, you don't have to over enunciate and overact and overperform and over sing and over emote as much because the, the medium amplifies every little thing that you're doing and that's why I like like little choices and stuff. So I much more prefer like the smaller like understated way of making movies and that's just my completely my preference and I know that I am in the total minority I'm an outlier on that. So So are you saying you thought Rachel Brosnahan was over overacting when she, she was, was on stage? I think she was overdirected. I think she was overdirected. Um she was she was much better in the middle when she was just having like um like natural seem normal human re- interaction uh-huh like when she was bringing the the brisket in and was like it was just too it was too cutesy for me way too twee and i'm just like 
uh, this is not for me. It's, and I knew it in the first five minutes. And now we may try to watch more of it just to get the more of the story. Yeah. Uh, and the reason we hadn't watched but just the first episode is because, you know, again, Deanna's been in California for a week. Yep. Um, but I will say this. I went back, and since she's been gone this week, I started watching, and I didn't want to watch that without her, I started watching um, Curb Your Enthusiasm more. Yeah, and? And I've gotten, I've gotten past the... He's a terrible actor. Uh huh. Good. Because he's such he's such a good writer. Yes. So I'm in I'm in on that now. Well, I think I'm in he, on the writing of that. It is it is basically Seinfeld Part Two, and ramped up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> There's some really funny stuff that they do in that show. So Absolutely. I give credit to that one. Yeah. And that whole se- this final last season was really good. Cool. Now I. It, I guess I'm. Not, it doesn't surprise me that you don't like Mrs. Maisel, but I'm. I'm so sad to hear Jason's wife. Jason's wife, please finish this series. Well, we, we will finish it. We'll at least try to watch okay. a couple more because it's something we're doing together. Um, or that's the plan. It's anyway. so good. I would just say it's so good. I don't agree that it's overacted, or if it is, I don't care, or overdirected. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It works for me. I'll just say that it works for yeah. me. And I think most people agree with you. The The thing I'll say is it may be like Curb Your Enthusiasm where I'll be able to get past the. Yeah, I hope because, so. And, appre- and not get past it to where I'm like, I recommend this to anybody, but just appreciate the stuff that they do do well in it, which maybe I'll appreciate some of where the story goes. So um, we'll try to watch another episode or two and, and see how it goes. Okay, sounds good. Number three. <laughs> All right. Um, number three is A, 10 Things I Hate About You, B, Forbidden Planet, C, West Side Story. Okay, and I'm going to need a hint. Mm-hmm. Good, I know what these are. but not better than the Bills originals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know what Forbidden Planet is. I'm assuming it's a movie. Have you seen it? No. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Sounds familiar. So, West Side Story and Ten Things I Hate About You, I am familiar with. Mm-hmm. Ten Things I Hate About You, I thought was very underrated, but what I've come to understand is that a lot of people like that movie. And I, I mean, I love that movie. Well, I was just going to say it's underrated, but I'm glad to hear people love it because I love that movie. Yeah, every time I've ever mentioned it or heard anybody talk about it, I've never heard anybody say like a bad thing about that movie. It's just it maybe it's underrepresented. It's not mentioned enough. That's a it's that's like it's Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles, and uh, Joseph Gordon Joseph yep. Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Um, and I'm not don't know the other. I don't um, know. She the, played um, the other the younger sister. She played the sister. Yeah, I don't know her name. Yeah. She was in, I think she was in a, like, she was Alex Mack or something like that, like a Disney Channel thing or something, or like a kid's movie. I don't Before know. that. Um, she's been in other stuff is what I'm saying. That's not yeah. the first thing I saw her in. But that, what's that, like mid-90s, late-90s? Yep, I think so, because that was, I watched that when I was in high school, so probably mm-hmm. late, mid-90s. Yeah, I watched it in college and was like, um, yeah, I guess I'll watch this, because I, I wasn't really into, you know, teen, high school teen movies when I was in, I mean, ever. And so I watched it and I was like, oh, this is okay. This is not bad. This is not terrible. So I'm going to keep watching this. And then I was like, oh, this is actually, I actually really like this. So. so good, but not better than the Bill's originals. Who's Correct. Bill? William Shakespeare. This is all things based on Shakespeare oh, okay. plays is my guess. Because 10 on, Things I, I Hate About You is. Taming of the Shrew. Yes. 
But West Side Story, I did not know was. I'm assuming that is Romeo and Juliet. Oh, sure. And Forbidden Planet, I don't know. But that's my guess. I got that from the hint, basically. Okay, well, I will um, jump on that that answer with you. Cool. (laughs) Number four, A, Crazy Horse. B, Ringo's star and his all-star band. C, the E Street Band. Mm-hmm. Hint, Mark Stern thinks this is quite the resume. Yes, I don't need the hint for this even. Well, he said you shouldn't need the hints. But mm-hmm. he, you Not know, he, I think he thinks I need them and he would be correct. I would need <laughs> three hints, please. <laughs> um, do you know? Well, I'm assuming it's the one of the people in all three bands. That um, is correct. But I, I'm assuming I need to identify the band member. All right, Crazy Horse is Neil Young's band. Yep. The E Street Band is obviously, you know who they are. Mm-hmm. Springsteen. And obviously Ringo Starr's All-Star Band is his all-star, like, touring um, group that has, like, you know, so at times, you know, 10, 15, 20 people in it. Um, this person is a guitar player. Okay. This is person it, follows uh, me on Twitter. Tay Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's going way back in the, in the speaking of tangents S-O-T, canon. SOT right archive. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, this person follows me on Twitter. Um he's been on Tony's show before. He calls in and does interviews every oh, now and then. Oh yes. Um his stories Mills, are incredible. Yes. Mills Lofgren. Lofgren. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just amazing stories he tells. Yes, he does. He's a great guest. I wish he'd have him on more often. Okay, I hundred percent agree. So Nils Lofgren is the answer. Yes, he's been in, he has been or played in or still plays in all of these bands from time to time. Okay, well, I did not know that about I didn't have any idea who played in Ringo Starr's All Star Band besides Ringo Starr. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, Nils Lofgren for that one. Mm-hmm. Number five: A. Keanu Reeves, B. Liv Tyler, C. Natalie Portman. Tell me if you need the hint. Mm, yeah, because I have no idea what this is. It's just three actors. Hint, think opposites. Think opposites. Okay, let's talk this out because I really don't know what this is. Opposites, like the... um, Like who acted opposite them in yeah. movies or... So that would be... Well, Keanu Reeves could be a lot of people, but when I think yeah. of Keanu Reeves, I think of the movie Speed yeah, or Sandra Bill and Bullock. Ted's Extra Excellent Adventure. Yeah, I think The Matrix. Yeah. Well, who would be Which the opposite be, in Matrix? Um, would it be Hugo Weaving or would it be Carrie Ann Moss or would it be Lawrence Fishburne or would it be Joe Panta, Panta blah, 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 Liano, whatever his name is? Uh, I don't or know. would it be... Um, the guy who played, um, what's his name in Lost? Started with an H. I never saw Lost. What? We've already talked about this. I've already been reprimanded. Yes. I have been for, it is, I have scrubbed that from my mind. <laughs> yeah. You should watch Lost. It's on like every streaming thing for free. I know it's on Netflix. I probably, I'll get to it someday, maybe. If you watch the first episode, which is like a, Basically, like a TV movie, uh, yeah. you and it's like an hour and a half. I think it's. I think they've split it into two episodes. But if you watch like the first, like the intro, it's you will be you will be in. 
it's worth even though it doesn't I, I don't want to spoil it even though the main driving thing of that for the first you know few seasons is the questions that they propose and the mysteries that they put up mm-hmm. um it doesn't really get there for me in the end what they do do and how they wrap it up really i think works even though they do say some crazy nonsense bunch of crap in the last season but there's but the way that they go about doing it is is cool to me it's worth watching well do they overact because i'm not into that no 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 they're actually maybe underacting in there so okay yeah. all right it's my thing i don't think it's op- there's too many opposites in matrix yeah i hmm natalie portman I'm trying to think of an opposite, like based on their names, but that doesn't work. I can't think of anything for that. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, let's see. This hint is not helping me. Me either, but I bet you when we get the answer, it will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so Liv Tyler, the only thing I really remember her in the most is Armageddon. Mm-hmm. She was in um, That Thing You Do. Uh, she was in, that's about all I can think of. She was in, Okay. she was in, um, um, what's her face? Uh, Aerosmith videos with, yeah, yeah. um, what's her face? Um, Alicia Silverstone. That's right. She was. Um, so maybe, maybe Keanu Reeves, Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman. She was in Thor. She was in the professional. She was um, in black swan. Yeah, I didn't see that. She was in Jackie. Didn't see that. Me either. What else has she been in? Star Wars? Terrible Star Wars movies with Hayden Christensen. She was in... Um, you would think for as famous and like name recognizable as she is to most common people that she would have been in a lot more stuff that we could name. Yeah, that's true. She was in a little movie. I don't remember what it was called, but it was about the Wind dixie Win Dixie. Is Win Dixie a dog? No, I thought. Well, Win Dixie was a supermarket chain, wasn't it? In the yeah, South. Isn't, the, isn't there some dog movie where I the think, dog is named Win? Yeah, Dixie? I think so, and I think that she's I've in seen it. The cover of that. I've never actually seen that movie. I think that was her yeah, in but, that movie. Yeah, Win Dixie was definitely Southern, you know, old school um, grocery store chain. Probably still is somewhere. That in Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. Oh yeah. yeah, Wisconsin has a lot of Piggly Wigglies. Still. Oh, I didn't know they got up there that far. Oh, away. yeah. Every time I go visit friends in Wisconsin, there's the Piggly Wiggly. I don't I know not, the answer to this. I, am, I, don't know I cannot this one. put this together because I can't think of anything that all three of these people have been in together or they've played. And the hint is, I'm sure, like you said, we'll know it right away, but I really don't have a guess on this one. So Sandra Bullock would be the opposite for Keanu Reeves. Liv, in Speed. In Speed. Liv Tyler would be the opposite for Ben Affleck. Correct. So you got Sandra in, Bullock. In Armageddon. Or, or, in um, Armageddon. That's what I'm what's thinking. What's his name? What's the guy's name um, in that thing you do that she's his girlfriend? It's not Tom Hanks. No. It's, um, he looks like John Mayer. I, I haven't seen that thing up. you do. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. That one I do plan to see. That's I, way more likely for me to see than Lost. Lost is such more a bigger invest, such a bigger investment. Oh yeah, Lost is you know six seasons of yeah insanity. Um, but I, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's mus- puzzles and mystery for six seasons. 
uh-huh. and then not a not a incredibly you know satisfying conclusion. But that thing you do is a really fun movie. That's, it's like I know it moves and goes, and it's one of these where you sit down and start watching it, and you're like, oh, I remember this scene, and then you, an hour and a half later, you've watched the whole thing. I've heard, you know, it's TK totally raves about it all every once in a while on his show. And the songs, the songs they wrote for it are actually good. The original songs are good. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's really cool and interesting. So I can't help I with really that job. though. I can't help with Liv Tyler's opposite in that. And, and Natalie, Natalie Portman, Portman, I don't know where to go. See, I mainly think of her from where the first time I saw her, which the first movie I saw her in, which is The Professional with uh, Jean Reno, which is also, if you have not seen that movie, Leon, The Professional. I haven't. That is an incredible movie with Gary Oldman. That's the, that's the, when he's yelling and he's going everything. That's where that comes from. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to pass on this. Yeah. I I don't know. Okay. Number six. Mm -hmm. There's no way I'm getting this. A, Jim Caviezel. 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 B, Mr. Magoo. Uh Uh-huh. C, Robert Donat. Dana, no, I don't know. D-O-N-A-T. Okay. I'm going to say they all play oh. Jesus in a movie or TV show. <laughs> um, okay. The hint doesn't go with that for me. What? What do you mean? He was framed, but count on this guy to get revenge? That's the reason I guess Jesus. <laughs> Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Mr. Wait. Jim Caviezel was not in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That Who's I Jim Caviezel? I don't know him. He played Jesus in Passion of the Christ. Oh. <laughs> okay. I think that's him. Isn't that him? I don't know. I've he's never in heard that, of him. I know for sure he's in, um, what's the show? Not Numbers, but uh, it's with the guy from Lost, the Ben from Lost, the little guy with the glasses, and they like somehow predict the future with the machine they have. It's some TV, some one of those CBS crap shows. Um <laughs> And Jim Caviezel is in that. He's he's an actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Okay. Well, I don't know him. I'm going to say that they all played Jesus Christ at some point in some sort of thing. Okay. But see, he capitalizes count he, and put count on this guy to re- get revenge. That's what I'm just was just going to oh, say. He, he capitalized count. count. Is it count of Monte Cristo? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We got it. Or you got it. Because I think Jim Caviezel played the count of Monte. He plays that him in. Um, is it the Man in the Iron Mask or one of those Three Musketeers? I've actually seen that movie, The Man in the Iron Mask. Is that Mel Gibson or Leonardo DiCaprio? Leo. Didn't Mel Gibson have one, Man Without a Face, something like that, where he wore an yes. iron mask? Yes, he okay. did. I've never seen any of these movies. So. Okay, yes, it's the it's Count, Count of, of Monte because Cristo, he right. capitalized Count, and that yeah. wasn't an error on his part. No. Okay, number seven. A, mm-hmm. Virginia, B, Ohio, C, Georgia. Virginia, Ohio, Georgia. All these states are oval-shaped. <laughs> Hint, for a different question, I could have used Louisiana, Oregon, and Minnesota. I mean, I obviously know what this is. These are things, these are states where Jason has lived. Yes, and the other three are states where KJ has yes, lived. Yes, I got mm-hmm. one right. Way yes, to go. <laughs> very good. Number eight, A, Jerry Maguire. B, Philadelphia. C, High Fidelity. Mm-hmm. I know this one 100% without even getting to the hint. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's movies with Springsteen soundtrack. Uh, Springsteen mo- songs in the soundtrack. Yes. Liz could be your lifeline on this one is the hint. So yeah, Jerry Maguire. Okay, for Philadelphia, we know it's Streets of Philadelphia. Streets of Philadelphia, which won an Oscar. 
Yes, it did. And the and Streets of Crystal is, is still one of Kornheiser's <laughs> favorite jingles of all time. So it's, so it's been, so I've been told yeah. by people close to him, yes. Yeah. Including him. <laughs> and it's a great, I would agree. It's a really, really good song. Thank you. A jingle. Now, High it's Fidelity. A it's a great song. Yes, it is. High Fidelity, I don't think I could p- pick out the, the tune from that one. I couldn't either. That's John Cusack and um, Jack Black. Is that is that that movie? I think so. And they run a record store. Yes. I know it's about a record store. I just and I confuse that and Empire Records, which also I think I haven't seen I mean, Empire oh, Records. Liv Tyler's in that in in High Fidelity in Empire Records. Oh, and possibly John Cusack that. too. John Cusack did a lot of hipster record store vinyl. Yes, yeah, stuff. he did. Uh, but High Fidelity, I only finally recently saw. I liked it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Jerry Maguire. Which song was it for Jerry Maguire? Um, Secret Garden. Yes. You had me which, at Hello. Yeah. I've never seen that movie either. Okay. <laughs> and never will. Well, that movie has become its own yes, like it cliche. Has. So that's why I'll never see it. You, I've actually you never may seen have, Philadelphia either. You know, you may have, you may think you've seen the whole thing just by seeing the cliches that I, like that's, I did with Elf. Heard the, yeah. I heard the cliched lines. Yeah. That's yeah, very true. Yeah. Very true. Uh, I don't know the answer to high fidelity, although that's not the question, but we were just going for bonus. Absolutely. Okay, number nine, A, Jeremy Irons, mm-hmm. B, Keeper Sutherland, C, Chris O'Donnell. Um, I think they were uh, in the, this Three Musketeers movie, weren't they? They all played yes. Musketeers at some point? The hint is, if I threw in Gerard Depardieu or Oliver Platt, would that help? Not really, but they're all actors. I, I, feel like, I, I feel like Chris O'Donnell has played in some Three Musketeers movie, and I feel like Jeremy Irons has to with that accent yeah. and face. Um, he's perfect for that. And Kiefer Sutherland seems like he would have tried some, something like that at some point in his career. Well, your really guess is as good as mine. We'll, we'll go with the Three Musketeers. Because Chris O'Donnell... Isn't he the one that played Robin in those in the cheesy Batman yes. and Robin movies? With, I think like, he George did. Clooney? Yes. Yeah. Whatever happened to him? And he's also the, the brother of Johnny O. Really? Are you serious? I am. Yeah. I did not know that. That's, yeah. That's that's interesting. That's a good trivial fact right there. Yeah. Well, what happened to him? He he wears free clothing and he plays a lot of golf. I guess so. He got crushed in the you know by the other heavyweight Hollywood Chris's. Like Chris Pratt or Chris Pine, Chris Pine, who the two of whom I cannot tell apart. Yeah. Chris Evans, Captain America. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chris Hemsworth, Thor. Yes. So, it's, so in, in this new Marvel and Avengers movie coming up, um, I think it's like the beginning of the summer, which actually looks like if it's not a complete mess with all the stuff they got to weave in there. It looks like it could be cool because they are finally bringing everybody together in this thing. If you like superhero movies, Chris, Chris Evans is in it as Captain America. Chris Hemsworth is in it as Thor. Chris Pratt is in it as Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, where's Chris Pine? If they could get Star Trek in part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm sure he would show up too. Speaking of Chris Pine, mm-hmm. if you have not seen the um, Hell or High Water, you must see Hell or High Water. Is that a movie? Yes, okay. with with um, Chris Pine. I haven't, even, I haven't even heard of that. Or Chris Pratt, but I think it's Chris Pine. And um, uh, Chris Pratt was in uh, the remake of The Magnificent Seven, which 
was a not a good remake. I didn't see that. The Western. Yeah, don't. It's not worth it. Oh, what's his name? He's so he, he come on, the guy he's so good at he was in uh, the Big Lebowski um, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges and Chris Pine are in this movie. It's hmm. so good. Is it's, it a western? It, yeah, I mean it's a modern day western. I'd, oh. I'd call it. I'll yeah. absolutely watch it. Takes then. place I in I Texas. Know this. By the way, yes, speaking of westerns, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen this, you need to see this on Netflix. Godless. Oh yeah, I've seen um, I've seen it pop up when I've you know, low checked under Netflix. So I'll have to watch it. It looks. That's it's, where the women run the town. Yeah, it's they take over really, I really, really guy. liked it. And you know who plays yeah. the sheriff in that movie or in that um, miniseries? I do not. The dude from Halt and Catch Fire, um, Scoot the, McGarry. The little dude? Yes, he plays the sheriff and he's awesome. I 100% thought you were going to say the other guy. No, uh-uh. And well, he does look more sheriffy. Yes. Well, he, he, he's more like... You know, black, he'd be wearing the black hat villain coming into town. The evil well, that's prospector. true. But that's the black hat villain is uh, the guy from Don't Dumb tell and me who Dumber. The the, no. well, you'll know right away who it is. Jeff Daniels. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Jeff. I can't. I can't recommend that highly enough. It's right up there with Mrs. Maisel. You ought to love it. Oh. <laughs> okay, Actually, so, westerns are my thing, so I, I I'll probably watch that. Yeah, I saw, watch both um, of hate, those. I watched Hateful Eight because it's on Netflix. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that's one I didn't see of his. It's it's definitely not my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. So because the it's other right. one with um, Jamie Foxx in it and Leo DiCaprio, that was that kind of a western seen. too, right? Yeah, that one I need to see. That one I haven't seen like streaming on stuff. Because I mean, hey, look, I'm <laughs> I guess I'm cheap. I don't like to pay money for movies. Oh, I don't either. Unless they're the Fast and Furious movies. Or kids' I, movies? I should say, I don't like to pay money for movies in my own home, but I will go to the theater. I mean, really, not the theater. The theater. <laughs> the movie. The movie, movie theater. Yeah. Yeah, I don't go to any of that What's stuff. the name but of that yeah. movie that I'm talking about with Jamie Foxx and Leo? Um, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I cannot think of what it is. It's it, where Jamie Foxx, it's as a slave, and he escapes. Yes, yeah. Uh, was, and gets revenge. What's the name of that? Are you kidding me? I know. i got to look this up yeah. because it's going to drive it, me crazy. It was good, but oh, man, was it right up there with Tarantino's most violent. Oh, yeah. Well, Hateful Eight is pretty violent, too. I'm. Let's see. where. Da, 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 it was actually too violent for me, and that, that doesn't, I mean, I usually can handle really? a lot of violence. Have and, you seen Kill Bill? Yes. Yep, it was worse than more Kill Bill than, in my opinion. More violent than Kill Bill? In my opinion, it was. It was worse. Maybe not more, but worse. She kills like hundreds of dudes at a time with a sword. Is he, it more like up close, like like they you know, focus on the violence more? If I remember like, right, yeah. But I was also distracted because there was a five-year-old and a three-year-old kid sitting there watching that movie behind us. In the theater? Yeah, it was terrible. And That's then you insane. know what they did? They came out of the theater and took a picture in front of... Um, like a G-rated movie, like the um, poster. And I wow. I said, you know what? I think they're lying to somebody about which movie they went to see. I mean, wow. the parents were there. It wasn't just the kids. Even if the kids weren't like watching, it's Django Unchained. Is Django it is. Unchained, yeah. yeah. Even if you're not watching, I, I've heard that movie terrible. is yeah. rife with, you know, words that we're not going to say. Y- yes, it is. Constantly, which I is, you know, appropriate the for the what it's trying to to represent, but not appropriate for a bunch of kids to hear that are five years old. No. Out of context. I was very distracted. And then, you know, every once in a while, why'd he kill her? And then they'd oh start gosh. crying. It was awful. 
Wow. So maybe that's amplifying okay. why I don't like that oh, yeah. movie or why yeah. I thought it was too violent. Okay. Oh yeah, because if you if you're in a if you're in a mode where or you're in a situation where you're sensitive to other people who should not be exposed to certain like kids shouldn't be exposed to something, you're going to be more sensitive to oh they shouldn't be seeing this. I shouldn't be seeing this. That it's, kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you ever seen Reservoir Dogs? Uh, yeah, no. Okay. No. There's and one I scene know in that, that movie I should. that you know what I'm talking about where it's to it's to the song stuck in the middle with you. Yes. Yep. That you may not be able to watch. Really? That it's that kind of up close in your face violence that is like like gruesome like you know chilling violence. Well, that is one that I have wanted to see. It's worth watching. It's a, it's good. Um I like it better than Hateful Eight for sure. Uh, still pulp fiction still. I like the Kill Bill, both of them, but I like both Kill Bills, but um, Pulp Fiction is still the best one to me. Oh, yeah. Pulp Fiction was great. It's got more lighthearted, you know, fun mixed in with uh, we're going to kill a bunch of people. <laughs> well, you know, Even though it, they do kill a bunch of people. Another movie I really liked was Jackie Brown. I think that was Tarantino. Oh, yeah. That's totally Tarantino. That's a good yeah, one, too. Yeah. Pam Greer. Pam Greer. Yep. Number 10. That's a good movie. We're, mm-hmm. we're at number 10. A, The Right Stuff. B, mm-hmm. Shooter. C, The Last Waltz. Mm-hmm. Hint, in quotations, still got the shovel. Okay. Now, the shooter... You've seen the right stuff, right? Oh, go, go ahead, shooter. Shooter, isn't that the one with Mark Wahlberg? Yes, I was going to assume it's Marky Mark, yeah. Marky Mark, yeah. I have not seen that movie. But not the Funky Bunch, just Marky Mark. Well, I mean, the bunch he was with in that movie could have been funky. I haven't seen it, so I... Cannot say yay or nay on funkiness. Now, The Last Waltz. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was getting that confused with something else. Okay. I was going to say, I've actually seen this, The Last Waltz. But no, that would be The Last Picture Show. Yes. Okay. Which is what, uh, Sybil Shepherd? Is Sybil Shepherd and Jeff Bridges. Black and white. Yes. Yeah. The Last Waltz. Who's in that? That's, Oh, I that's that. Um, the documentary that's that documentary. About, I've seen yeah, it. The band. I've seen it. Yes. Yeah, I have not seen that. I've and, seen parts of it, never the whole thing. And the right stuff. I'm not sure what that is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the right stuff is the best movie out of these three, for sure, to me. Okay, what's it the about? Right stuff is about astronauts. Is about the early astronaut program, like Chuck Yeager and um, Ed Harris is in it, and it's like they're becoming astronauts. It's a long, like, good movie, in like the 40s or 50s or something like that, 60s, whenever the astronauts. Whenever okay. the program really took off and they actually started launching people into outer space. Uh, it's great. I've it's not a seen great, it. great, like considered like one of the all time great movies, I think, by most people. So who's like, in that? Critically. Um not Mark Wahlberg. What's his face? Uh Ed Harris, I'm sure is in it. Um what's his name? Sam Neill, maybe. I can't I can't remember. It's like a it's not like a I'm gonna look this up too, because it's 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 a bunch of people. Do you know the answer to this Sam question? Sam Shepard. Um, Still got I'm the thinking. shovel hint? I'm thinking. Um, uh, Sam Shepard is now not with us anymore. Uh-uh. Uh, Scott Glenn is who I was trying to think of. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Fred Ward. Barbara Hershey. It's a great, like, all, like, ensemble cast. It's, it's a good movie. Hmm. Uh, still got now. The show, shooter, but. shooter was a book, right? I have no idea. It's a movie 
with Wahlberg, as far as I know. That's the only thing I know about it. I'm wondering, this can't be the case because I don't think the last waltz was, but I'm pretty sure that Shooter was written by the dude that used to come on the TK show and give movie Mm. recommendations. And I can't remember his name. He's a writer. He had a lot of good books. And he was he would give movie recommendations. And uh, so I'm just trying to tie in TK because he said these were related to TK. Um, Jonathan Limkin and Stephen Hunter wrote. Stephen Hunter. That's the guy I'm thinking of. I do not remember him at all. I could not have pulled that. Uh, I don't think I know what what Bob Walsh is looking for here. Um, I don't either. Okay. Should we go to the answers? Do you want me to read this, the answer for this one first while it's fresh in our head? Uh, no, let's go in order. Okay. So number one was back to the, um, Reese's Pieces, Funny Bones and Fluffernutter. And the answer was, yes, they all contain peanut butter. And he says, I try to stay out of the food discussions, but a plug for Funny Bones, which I contend is the best of the Drake's cakes. And that's what I remembered from, from Twitter was... Yes. Him saying that, but I did not remember them being called funny bones. They, I remember so they're shaped had like a... that is the important part. Oh, of yeah, this. we had that. We yes. did, yes. Number two is you got this about Alan Rick, Rickman being mm-hmm. in the Harry Potter movie. So he uh, played Severus Snape in the Harry Potter mo- series, Colonel Brandon in Sense and Sensibility, which was 1995. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Jason's favorite, Hans Gruber in Die Hard, 1988. Yes, no, no, no um, reporting on if he actually died as Colonel Brandon in Sense and Sensibility. No, no, no word on that. And you are correct about number three. Mm-hmm. Ten Things I Hate About You, Forbidden Planet and West Side Story, all based on Shakespeare plays. And and Ten Things I Hate About You was actually in 1999, later. So I was oh. in college when I saw that movie. And Forbidden Planet was based on what Shakespeare play? Because I didn't know that. The Tempest. Oh, 1956. Okay. And you're right. The Taming of the Shrew 1990 uh, was for 10 Things I Hate About You. And yeah, West Side and Story 1961, Romeo and Juliet. Forbidden Planet 1956. There's no way. I, yeah, that's, that's why I hadn't seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I hadn't either. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Number four, it was indeed Nils Lofgren has mm-hmm. played in all of those bands. And he played with Neil Young and Crazy Horse when he was only 19, Bob says. Yes, and those are the stories he told about. Uh, those are the, my favorite stories of TK Show. We talked about that where he's like, "Yeah, I played with Neil Young and Crazy Horse in this one club, and then went across the street, uh, you know, after the show and saw Jimi Hendrix." Yeah. And I'm like, "Wow!" I know he was. He's great. Have him. Yes, I wish. His stories are incredible. His he has lived a life. Yes, he has. Um, okay, number five: Keanu Reeves, Liv Tyler, and Natalie Portman. It looks mm-hmm. like we were on the right track by trying yes. to go with opposites. And you actually yes. mentioned. I this said dude. this guy's name. So. Um, all have partial credit. All of these played opposite Hugo Weaving, who is perhaps mm-hmm. the greatest second fiddle in modern movies. Yes, and if I could have remembered that Liv Tyler was in Lord of the Rings, I would have gotten this because well, she was. I, she was in yes, Lord of the Rings. She was um, the ne- other name that starts with A. That's not you know um, Elrond. What's his face? No, uh, Elrond is hugo weaving's character like the her dad the elf oh, okay. king or whatever i don't remember she was like the name. elf princess or something i don't remember but it's it's similar to which is always cracked me up because in the book i always got the names confused because it's what's his face the ranger strider whatever is i can't think of his name it starts with an a i don't it's, know um you know have you seen i have seen the, the movies but i don't remember what what the crap is his name i was mostly 
just like it's the main what? dude. It's the main long haired bearded guy. Gandalf. No. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's a good guess. He is long haired bearded. It's the uh the good looking dude. What's his name? The Are you talking the, about the actor now? No. Or the name of the the name I'm talking about the name of either name. one at this point. Um, I don't know. Viggo Mortensen is the actor's name. Okay. Well, at least I know who you're talking about now, but I yeah, don't know his I name. I cannot think of the the character's name, but it's very similar to the character Liv Tyler played, and I would always confuse him when I'm reading the oh. I'm like, which one are we talking about here? Yeah, I can't help you. I, I was mostly, in Lord of the Rings, I was mostly, what in the world is going on here? I can't, I can't <laughs> follow this, because I never really? read any of those books. Oh, well, it, it's a lot of political, like, he does a lot of, um, Tolkien did a lot of world building and... Yes. Um, I mean, I read The Hobbit. Dense. Yeah. But the, the Hobbit, Hobbit was just worse. way too deep for me. I mean, too in-depth of... I, they were going all over... Way too long. I just said, Too many details this. and I'm songs I'm not reading The Lord stuff. of the Rings. Oh, The Lord of the Rings is different. It's not It's not like that. It's better. It still gets deep into it, and they have that, he wrote created his own language, you know, but it's it's better. The Hobbit is... The Hobbit I hate. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> I the Hobbit is like a, a bad kid's ones. book. Yeah. You didn't like all the songs in there. Um, and I forgot that Hugo Weaving played V in V for Vendetta, which starred Natalie Portman. Dang yeah, it. We should, that was, I, I am disappointed in myself that I didn't get that. Well, I am not, I am Hugo disappointed Weaving. in you too. Cause I am not going to, I would not have gotten that. <laughs> and I agree with what he says here. Perhaps the greatest second fiddle in modern movies. It's Hugo Weaving. Hugo we- uh, he played Mr. Smith opposite Reeves, Keanu in Reeves, the Matrix. The Matrix. Mm-hmm. He played Elrond opposite Liv Tyler in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm-hmm. And like you said, V in V for Vendetta, a movie that I never heard of. Which I, I've seen that movie. You never heard of? No. 2005. I've seen parts of it. Um, she, that's the movie where Natalie Portman shaves her head. Or one of them, I guess, at this point. But she shaved her head in that movie, I think. And I oh, believe one of the, the movies most she of the time. Played. They said one of her heads. I was very confused. No. <laughs> she shaved her heads yeah. in more in her head in more than one movie. Yeah. I thought so. I don't um, know. And then, because um, in that movie, Hugo Weaving plays the like shadowy like V. Um, I don't even know. I'm gonna have to look up who Hugo Weaving is. I need to see. His oh my face. gosh. Yes. I'm sure I He's got a crazy recognize. looking face. Okay. It's a it's a distinct face. It's a cool face. It's just very distinct and like out there. Um I think the parts I've seen of of V for Vendetta, he has the the white um the mask on, which has been used a lot of times like for anonymous and like uh what is it? I can't think of the name like uh hacker groups and stuff have used it. It's it's a very like revolution kind of mask it's the white like porcelain looking mask with like the curled up mouth and the squinty eyes and the like jason mustache no not a (laughs) hockey mask look up look up the v for vendetta mask and google image search and you will see exactly what i'm okay i will and i will also look up who hugo weaving is yes oh agent smith yeah i don't i i told you i don't remember the matrix you have got to watch the matrix again okay I'm very starting to get cons- I'm starting to get very concerned that I don't remember anything. <laughs> or the things that I remember don't really matter as much as the things I've no. forgotten. <laughs> I 
I think it's the opposite. I think I remember nonsense about that I heard 40 years ago, you know, somebody mentioned offhand about some movie or some TV show or some book or some um, music. And I can't remember what, you know, my wife and I did five minutes ago. Yeah, it's not good. No. Okay. Number six um, was Jim Cavizel. I can't remember what you said. Cavizel, Mr. Magoo and Robert Donah. And you were right. They have all portrayed Edmund Dante. Dante? Dante's. The Count of Monte Cristo. Yep, we got that one. Yeah, we did. We rock. Number seven, all states where you have lived, Virginia, Ohio, and Georgia. Mm -hmm. We got that one. Number eight, we also got all feature Bruce Springsteen, the Jerry Mm -hmm. Maguire, 1996, and Philadelphia, 1993. Secret Garden and Streets of Philadelphia, we we got those. Well, you, Mm -hmm. you remembered Secret Garden, I didn't. And Bruce had a cameo playing a blues riff in High Fidelity in 2000 that and also I, features yeah, the river. Didn't I didn't mm-hmm. either. I didn't remember that at all. Again, I something I had forgotten. I never saw it in the first place. Um, so that that we got that one. We just didn't get the songs, but I'm glad Bob told us. Saves us mm-hmm. a step of looking it up. Absolutely. Uh, number nine, Thanks Jeremy well. Irons, Kiefer Sutherland, and Chris O'Donnell, and you this is where this is just so maddening. All have played Musketeers. Are you kidding me? What? I told you. So you took the fact that Chris O'Donnell wear tights in Robin Hood and then just automatically made him a Three Musketeer because he must be I having. Rem- I seem tights. to remember him in one of those movies. Yeah. Okay, so Iron, you were right about the Man in the Iron Mask. Irons mm-hmm. played Aramis in the Man in the Iron Mask, nineteen ninety eight. Along with John, John Malkovich, who, yeah. Gerald Depardieu, and Gabriel Byrne. Mm-hmm. Sutherland played Athos, and O'Donnell played D'Artagnan yeah, in The mm-hmm. Three Musketeers, 1993, along with Charlie Sheen and Oliver Platt. <laughs> I completely forgot Charlie Sheen was in that. I would have maybe gotten Charlie Sheen over Oliver Platt, but let's be honest, I wouldn't have gotten this. Mm-hmm. Very well, we good job, it. Jason. We got the answer. What yeah. are you talking about? Number 10, The Right Stuff, Shooter, and The Last Waltz. Mm-hmm. Levon Helm appears in all yes. movies as Should've Jack Ripley in The Right Stuff, 1983. Mr. Rate in Shooter, 2007. And of course, as himself as the drummer for the band in The Last Waltz, 1970. I would have never gotten this. Yeah, well, I mean, you know who Levon Helm He's Yeah. The drummer, but he's saying, uh, I'm pretty sure he's saying The Weight, which is the song that I know the most. Well, and he does the lead vocals on that. And he's the one that um, Elton John did the song Leave On about. Am I right? Really? Oh, I have no idea. I thought so. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't know that. Now, the hint about the, sh- was it about Still Got the Shovel? Mm-hmm. He said the hint is a line from Shooter when Helm's character is asked how he knows that the Kennedy assassins are dead and buried. Hmm. <laughs> Helm's five minutes is the only worthwhile scene in an otherwise horrible movie. <laughs> well, it's so Bob didn't like. That I hadn't seen that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll skip that one. So my um, guess of Stephen Hunter was not anywhere close, but yeah, I do think that, I have that right that he used yeah. to come on the show. That I didn't know, so that's cool. Um, so overall, we got most of these, or when I say we, I mean you. But yeah, we missed. Uh, we really just completely. And totally, utterly missed number 10. Yes. Because we didn't even mention, mention Levon Helm. Uh-uh. Um, we mentioned Hugo Weaving, so maybe partial credit on number five. And the rest of them we got. So, 
I really like how you turn it into we when when we're taking these quizzes. We're working. It's a team. It's co-op. It's not competitive. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Bob, for sending that in. Yeah, that was that was that a good was one. Fun. I I really enjoy the like free association, trying to figure out you know what do these things have in common. So that was a very cool format shift on that one. I like that. Yeah, that was good, and I am proud to say that I got at least one right on my own about the states that you have lived. Yes, absolutely. And but honestly, I did need it, the took, hint. It, it took me the hint on that one to get it, even though the question was three. What these three states I've lived in? Yeah, no, I did need the hint, and once I saw that, I'm like, okay, I know where he's going on this one. Yeah, that was good though. Yes, it was. So, what do we got coming up? Um, got anything going on next week? Well, I think we're going to have the fantasy football recap Ooh. next week sometime. That could be interesting with some special guests, potentially. Potentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And other than that, I don't know that we know what's going on or we're not revealing what, what, what we've got going on. I like the mystery. I like yeah. building in a little mystery there. Yeah. yeah. Even if we never come back and answer it, it's still mystery. There are a few of those. I still would like to hear the Gatorade in the basement story. Yeah, we're going to talk concussions and Gatorade and several things that we both have said along the, the now I can say years, multiple years yes. of this podcast, believe That's it or right. not, right. Um, that we will eventually get back around to if we can remember, um, both remember the actual story and remember that we mentioned it and need to get back to it. So, Yeah. At some point we, we may do that. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah. So uh, anything else for this week in this one giant quiz, quiz. recommendation segment that we just did? No, I think that, oh, actually, I did want to say we have a ton of feedback dating back to that episode before the five days of holidays. So the, 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 I guess that was our holiday. We talked a lot of holidays in that one. We talked Christmas Mm -hmm. movies and all the way back to the five days of holidays. And we got some feedback uh, on us missing last week. Oh, really? Uh, That I didn't see. I think. well, I think we were accused of planning this. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't. I it completely was not planned. I'll just no. say that I was I was sick half of last week. Yes, you you were not doing yeah. well. And um, we was, had some more more oil Oreo talk with cinnamon red hot Oreos. <laughs> yes, oh my I've, god! Yes. No way. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. We, uh, I I think maybe we should consider doing like an all feedback episode, maybe. And cover a bunch of this because we get kind of into so many tangents in the feedback anyway. Maybe we'll just cover a bunch of that, take some of the highlights and do that maybe in a few weeks or something like that. Uh, yeah, because the Oreo talk went again, as it always does. <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking about Twitter. You know, yeah, It went places. <laughs> yes, it did. So as, as we say all the time, thank you for your feedback. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Keep it coming and uh, mm-hmm. we'll get on the feedback train the next time we have a regular episode. Absolutely. And uh, I think that'll do it for today. Cool. All right. I will uh, talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. 
Craft Services, provided by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. And let me tell you, no sweets and no Coke, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Lighting by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Oh, and we want to say thanks again to Bob Walsh for writing today's quiz for us. Let him know how you did on the quiz on Twitter at Adidaya. A-D-I-D-I-A-H. And speaking of feedback, you can send us your feedback on Twitter and Facebook at Speak Tangents. Email us at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. And please consider leaving us an iTunes review. It helps us. We don't exactly know how, but it does somehow. Okay, before we go, I decided to see what the critics said about this movie I talked about earlier, The Paperboy. And I am on Rotten Tomatoes right now. The critic score is 43%. The audience score, only 33%. I mean, usually the critic score is lower than the audience score, so that tells you something right there. Okay, I'm going to read a few of these reviews. From Rafer or Rafer Guzman from Newsday. The Paperboy is one of those rare examples where you might wish the movie was less faithful to the book. From Rick Groen, Globe and Mail. The Paperboy is Southern Gothic wallowing in the swamp of low camp. And if the wallowing were deliberate, this might have been hugely funny. And Peter Howell at the Toronto Star. The Paperboy bears some promise as a good-bad movie, but it unfolds as a bad-bad one. This Rotten Tomatoes info would have been helpful before we decided to watch the movie. But I guess the lesson is don't trust Netflix's rating system or how well Netflix thinks it knows you and what your preferences are. It gave me an 82% match rate for this. So I guess, always check Rotten Tomatoes. Check Rotten Tomatoes, criminy. I'd rather eat 10 Rotten Tomatoes than watch this movie. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.